0: Welcome to Greed Watch 2018. Yay, Roman Rider! Oh, a recap podcast. I don't know why we're yelling. Lucky number fifteen. We did it. I'm not yelling. Where? I mean, it's 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 a middle of a like two parter. It looks like lucky so. n-
1: fifteen. Where that that means there's only one. Two, there's only like ten more
0: episodes left, right?
2: Mm, if by ten you mean thirty,
0: we got ten till halfway. Oh no, my sack. <laughs> why?
2: why is your sack i don't i should really get that looked at what, you uh, di- what are you doing it, i do how don't, do you podcast like this
1: <laughs> like the like the way i have over the course of the last 14 weeks 15 now
0: hi everyone it's oh fine. gosh anyways that one's josh a Kagan. hello and the other one is adam wasserman howdy and this is episode 15, for sure. Definitely. Yes.
1: Struggle for the metals. Transport truck. Container.
0: So we we start off at Kogami Corp. Uh, Dr. Mackey is talking to a very sassy doll in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> is it sassier this week? I don't know. I like. I feel like the way it's got its eyes rolled up constantly. is just like it had its arms crossed. So it, it, it kind of had a lean... Going. I don't know. It's I felt like, it was sassy.
1: It's like a little tiny Simon Cowell and a little tiny American Idol. Just like not just listening to a real terrible audition and not having it.
0: Well, cause Maki's great idea is to put all of the medals in one he says entity, I think, but you know, we know we, he means person.
2: Yeah. I think I think our translation said container. It did. Ooh. Which
1: makes him sound even more like the serial killer that we all know he is
2: hello containers how's it going fellow containers
1: hi i'm definitely a human just like you i mean container what are we if not containers though guys just that happen to be made of meat and contain bones we're we're,
0: we're a tube
2: yeah we're a poop tube
0: stuff goes Mm -hmm. in it just goes through the tube
2: everything else is ballast
0: structure i guess yeah but, but it is contained
1: like you don't poop out your heart you shouldn't anyways
0: that's true i don't (laughs) poop out my heart
1: (laughs) aha i can finally use my red hot american public school system education
2: it's still more like a tube though than a container like a container should have like a top and bottom and our tops and bottoms are basically open i mean
0: but why don't we poop out our heart adam
1: i'm just saying some stuff stays (sighs) some stuff doesn't
2: it's like if you took a straw and, like, shoved it through, like, some plasticine, like, and then you drank through it. You're not going to drink the plasticine.
0: Do what? not drink through a human.
2: <laughs> now you tell me.
0: <laughs>
1: well, look, now that they've banned straws here in California, I got to drink through something.
0: What? They didn't even give you the paper straws? Uh,
1: they banned plastic straws,
0: which you can uh. still get
1: if you ask very nice, because people occasionally need straws. Uh, and they mm-hmm. also have paper ones and some fancy play why oh, i had a bloody mary yesterday at brunch that served me with a
2: nice little metal straw ooh leftover from cocaine 1970s i assume <laughs> yes you could uh you could buy a metal straw and just carry it with you
1: i have friends who do that And because they will not hear this podcast, I would like to say for the record, that's the dorkiest shit ever. And I don't care if you think you're it's it's like Dumbo's feather can make him fly or Lisa's rock that can keep away tigers. I hope that people who carry around metal straws think they are saving the environment. But what they are merely doing is giving themselves another thing to clean.
2: Josh, you say that's the dorkiest thing ever, but uh, Corey and I have a friend who used to and possibly still does carry around his own chopsticks.
0: Yep.
1: Oh, see, that's cool.
2: How is that cool? And the straw is not
1: because I'm capricious. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> I was I was going to put carrying your own straw in the same territory as carrying your own personal hot sauce. Oh, yeah. oh no, okay.
1: that. Well, no, that's cool too.
0: <laughs> really, <laughs> having a little Tabasco holster.
1: Motherfucking Beyonce does it. Josh mm, just hates straws. She
0: does have hot sauce in her bag. She does. She's she said,
1: she said in a song, "I hate what." <laughs>
2: I'm just I, slandering you.
1: I like straws. I like straws. I just, I just don't. I think we've got a lot more problems than straws, everyone. And sounds like Josh is in the pocket of Big Straw.
2: Sounds like Josh is making a straw man argument.
1: Oh, this is so
0: stupid.
2: If anyone's uh, a straw man here, it's Josh. It's true. <laughs> That's right. Uh, having you two,
1: uh, having you two, decry me and call me a straw man is you know it's something I've wanted more than anything else I would even say it's something that I want for Christmas and it's a good thing because it's Christmas time
0: localized entirely in couscousier merry
1: couscousier <laughs> miss everybody yeah it's impossible to tell because I don't know when this aired uh, although I suppose I could have bothered to look it up if it was actually Christmas time when this episode aired or if it was just absolutely oh it was oh great 100%. It could just be Christmas time in the couscousier's head, but it is not. It is a holly jolly Christmas. Our favorite underpants hobo and the owner of the couscousier are decorated in a big old tree, but then there's some uncomfortable conversation
0: where there's the little matter of Ankh's tab. <laughs> 23,625 yen. He has eaten more than $200 of ice pops.
2: What I like is the owner... Basically says, this is awkward, but it's part of a good relationship. And she's right. She is is. right. Because otherwise, resentments will build up.
1: I like that uh, there's never any discussion of like, hey, are you guys paying rent or whatever? No, it's all all about the ice pops.
0: No handouts on ice pops.
2: No. I mean, she's already giving them, as far as I know, free room and possibly board.
0: Meanwhile, in the free room and possibly board, Ankh is sitting there on his iPad, spying on Kagami with the very nondescript hawk can carrying a grasshopper.
2: <laughs> to be fair, Kogami totally has it coming.
1: Has what? Co- has being, being very spied obviously upon. spy? Oh yeah, but it's just not, it's not spying as much as it is very obviously looking. <laughs> it's true. Spying w- would make one think that there's some subterfuge involved. When in fact, fe- like all that the hawk and grasshopper are missing are like uh, Groucho Marx noses. Right. And each one of them carrying a sign saying, we're not here.
2: Listen, as long as nobody looks out the
0: window. They're brightly colored. They have blinky <laughs> lights. They make their noises constantly.
1: As long as nobody looks out the window. Yeah. The perfect spy. <laughs> we're, com- <sighs> we're completely invisible unless you happen to look. Exactly. But uh, Kugami's like, hey, Dr. Maki's got this plan. He needs every single one of our core medals. I'm sure this can't be for an evil
0: reason. Anyways, Goto. Hop two. Let's do this. Take your ride vendor squadron out and escort this transport. They must have gone on a hiring spree recently. To replace the dead ones? Yeah, to
2: replace the ones from the first episode.
1: I want to see that. I want to to see what the interview process is for Kugami Corp. How do you feel about cake? (laughs) Do you like coins? Do you understand (laughs) that at some point a
2: monster might kill you?
0: I don't even think getting like a, a valid driver's license is part of it. Cause I bet you like Ankh and A.G. don't have that.
2: <laughs> and every time you answer a question, re- regardless of whether he's happy or sad, Kogami like just shouts at you. <laughs> it's really hard to read the room.
1: Uh, Kogami, by the way, d- another week in a row. I know last week it was a bright yellow jacket, but I thought it was an understated bright yellow jacket this week. Kind of a nice blue plaid. Very chill. He's he, true. I, I feel like I feel like maybe he's getting a little more serious. Like he understands that there's a lot more at stake than just cakes and coins. Things are building to something and he wants to look he wants to have the appropriate gravitas. Satanaka, on the other hand, back to her <clears> uh, bright pink clueless wear. What was the point of her going on vacation for 2 weeks? Nothing, right? Literally nothing? Like nothing happened?
2: So Goto could have some character development.
1: Well, he didn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> he never has any.
2: No. no. Listen, Kogami but- tried his best to give Koto some uh, character development, and Goto refused. Uh,
1: and he's going to try again this week, when he's like, yeah, go take these coins, because that will
0: make your desire go away. And we might as well throw in this red core medal, because Maki gets whatever he wants. <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing dangerous or
1: weird about this. We got it. Don't even ask. It's my company. He works for me. But if he needs all of these highly dangerous cell metals that monsters want
2: and will kill to get, yeah, we got to do it. It's a good opportunity for Goto to suck up to him, though. It is. And he does. Meanwhile, Ankh is like, my core metal. Oh, my God. Zoom. Zoom. And I got to say, like the resolution on those, uh, those grasshopper cans is real good.
1: And then we're into the opening credits where everybody is somehow in the smooth criminal video for some reason.
2: (laughs) Yes, once again, again, promotional footage for a movie we're not going to watch. You may be interested to know that a lot of the stuff that you don't recognize in the opening credits is literally from a different show. Why? Why? It's a crossover between last year and this year.
0: Okay. The same thing will happen later where you'll you'll see stuff from next year, but this year.
2: (laughs) Imagine like if every year American Horror Story put out a movie that was like a crossover between the previous year and the current year american horror story i don't know
0: why american horror story that's
2: of all things it... i know you watch it and i know it has a
0: different plot every
2: season okay fine true detective i don't know chopped what about chopped that's I, I, mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm,
1: like, mm-hmm. imagine if chopped had different but, no that's okay not...
0: so take iron uh, chef but uh, then there's also God. iron chef america
2: I uh, what if there was a movie for the Great British Bake Off where where the where the winners from from the previous two seasons like had their own Bake Off?
1: You guys know that Sue and Mel are getting their own series, right?
0: What? Huh?
1: <gasps> this is very exciting. Uh, hey, everyone! Good news. I've turned this into a Great British Bake Off podcast. Hi, welcome. I feel like I did it. Welcome to Cake Watch. Oh no! Fuck! It's still the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're back. Very briefly, uh, Sue and Mel are going to uh, play uh, normal friends uh, who decide or somehow become hitmen. Oh,
2: great. I want to Amazing. You, And they're going to do murders. Oh. Yeah.
0: They um, are not qualified.
2: No, they're not. And I'm very excited about that. On a slightly related note, I want to see Kogami on the Great British Bake Off.
1: Well, I, I feel, feel like
2: we covered this before.
1: Well, we definitely talked about uh, great, uh, not great British Bake Off. We definitely talked about Kugami and Sherman Kaga definitely being cut from oh, the same plot. Right. Yeah. I would, I would watch the TV series where the two of them were hitmen, or just, <laughs> or just like hung out and played backgammon, or just the version of My Dinner with Andre with the two of them where they just eat cakes. Sold. <laughs> have you Have you ever watched the? Uh, before uh Chairman Kaga was Chairman Kaga, he was a uh he was a pretty big musical star in Japan. And so there's footage of him online as like Jean Valjean and shit. And it is No great. way. No way and it He is, is made great. for that. It is great. <laughs> anyway, you count the medals one, two, three, you see some stuff from some things I'm never gonna watch. We go back to the <laughs> couscous, hey,
0: hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. But oh no, Hina's not where's the Hina? And then, where's AG? Ankh has dragged AG outside to tell him that his core metal has been spotted.
2: But also, we get to see uh, Kogami's vans, which have, I guess, the Kogami Corp logo on it, which is, I guess, like a red duck heart
0: thing? It looks like a
2: dick. Oh, it looks like a duck with a heart around it to me.
1: Well, it's only the difference of one vowel, really.
0: (laughs) So, Ankh's brilliant plan is to raid the convoy for all of those precious metals. We're gonna but, raid
2: this convoy. But H doesn't want to. He doesn't want to steal. He's a good boy.
1: He is. Uh, but then uh, our old buddy Kazari slimes up, looking he does all slime up. Looking, looking all, all
0: human like, looking all recognizable. Like.
1: Not a uh, human and unrecognizable. They don't know who he is, and they're just like, "What are you? Are you one of those like SoundCloud rappers? What's happening? Are you gonna are you gonna rap about pills? What's going on, <laughs> my very blonde haired friend?" Kazari would look good with some face tats.
2: I disagree.
0: Or what about like a neck tat that just says like pride or greed or something?
2: No, knuckle tats. I could see knuckle tats. He
1: I, he just generally looks like he could use some tats, hmm. but he doesn't. And he's uh, he's like, eh, But you guys are wondering where Hina is, huh?
2: Oh, by the way, I'm Kazari.
1: Oh yeah, and by the way, Al Kazari, it's me.
2: Oh. All
0: right. Hina's in a van. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, no, she's not. I don't believe you. Have you seen her today?
1: I gotta go. So Eiji takes off to do some quick detective work. Uh, and uh, Kazari and Ankh are like, yeah, they just say greed stuff to each other.
2: Kazari's just basically like, you're going to go and do this no matter what I say, because you want your medal. So just do it already.
0: Ag runs off to the school to talk to some <laughs> of Hina's friends. And constantly it's cutting back to Hina being unconscious in this van. Confirm yeah. for us that yeah, she's in a van and AG's just being useless. Super useless.
1: Goes mm-hmm. to the school, then he just stands in front of her apartment building and is like, she's not here in front of her apartment building where usually she stands, whistling at sailors or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I guess know. I
2: better throw myself in front of a car.
1: Yep. Uh so he uh he goes to uh the Kugami headquarters and stands in front of the uh the convoy and says, Hey, Goto. Where's Hina? And uh, Goto opens up the, uh, the, the van and she's not in there. And uh, they don't look any further. Yeah. Just a quick visual yep. survey of the van. And uh, they're like, well, she's not there. And we know this for a fact. We looked for two seconds.
2: And Goto's like, look, dude, I would not like be OK with like tying up a woman and sticking her in the van. Like, who do you think I am? I would totally quit over that. Stop being an idiot. And he's just like, okay, well, can I follow you? And he's like, uh, do whatever you want. I don't even care.
1: Corey, I'm curious what your translation said, because uh, exasperatedly in uh, Mine and Adam's, uh, he, Goto says something like, we don't call, or you don't call it tailing or something.
0: Yes. He, he asks if he can tail the transport, and it's not called tailing if the people know you're there.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense.
2: Maybe Goto's chill at least chilled a bit out as far as A.G.'s concerned, because he doesn't, you know, try to shoot him or anything. He just sort of like sighs and accepts that, you know, A.G.'s gonna do what A.G.'s gonna do.
1: No, Goto's like a competent human in this episode, and uh, later on actually gets to like use one of his firearms and it serves a purpose and isn't stupid. So maybe he maybe you know what? I think our I think our little Goto is growing up.
2: <laughs> so where do you guys figure Maki's lab is uh, vis-a-vis like the Kogami headquarters cuz apparently it's out in the middle of nowhere like in the I bones. thought it
0: was in the basement. Same
2: hard same. I assumed it was like in a different building but not like, you know, out in like the suburbs oh, or whatever.
0: There was that time that the Kogami delivered a cake out to the bio lab or whatever? Yeah. So it was at least you had to drive. Like maybe he's just lurking in the car park sometimes for fun.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I yeah. I want to know nothing about the things that Dr. Maki thinks is fun. <laughs> <laughs> because I think they all involve like, I my puppet needs new skin. Like, and then.
2: <laughs> and he probably just hangs out on like the BJD Reddit or something.
1: Oh, I don't even know what that is.
0: Ball ball joint job ball. daily? Oh, no, ball oh joint okay.
2: <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Could have been anything. Could have been anything. It was the test and you both failed. And now I'll never know. That's fine. Uh <laughs> sorry. So
1: there's a convoy and AG is following the convoy and then we see Ankh and Ankh follows AG following the convoy and it's just a it's a good old fashioned follow party. Uh and then they get to a bridge and uh Nothing good happens on bridges on this show, generally. Uh, so it's time it's time for a fight.
0: Uva and Mazul are just standing on the bridge. They're yep. like Goto looks away for a moment, <laughs> looks back. Oh man, the bridge is blocked. Couldn't have seen that half an hour ago. Yep.
2: <clears throat> good thing we drove over this one-lane bridge. <laughs> uh so uh, you know, all the all the
1: shooting guys get out of the car. And uh, they try and uh, shoot the monsters, but their weapons are useless against them. And they get mm-hmm. they get zapped real good. And uh, it's time uh, it's time for everybody out there to start polishing up your resumes because there's going to be another hiring boom <laughs> at Kugami Incorporated. Hope you like cake.
0: <laughs> yeah, Onk catches up to a g gives him some medals. AG transforms, goes to do some fighting. Onk does nothing suspicious to the back of the van. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but good news in all the kerfuffle uh hina wakes up and she's in a super secret compartment so secret that nobody Kugami knew about it
0: and then she remembers she's like oh that creepy guy kidnapped me i totally remember being kidnapped
1: uh and then she uh she tries to escape uh and then gets knocked out again congratulations it's not a great episode for hina
2: Well, first of all, I mean, first she wakes up and now that she's awake, she easily powers her way out of the ropes, just snaps them because ropes are useless on Hina. I don't know why they bothered. And, you know, then she pokes her head out and she's like, what's going on? And then Gamble like shows up and she's like, ah, and bashes him on the head. And he's like, ah, and shoves her and she hits her head. And yeah, then she's unconscious. again.
1: Oh, and by the way, there are legit motherfucking Hanna-Barbera, ow, my head stars that pop out of Gamel's head when Hina hits him. And yes. uh, it's delicious.
2: Also, AG uses his, his bug head lightning, uh, which is like his only effective anti-greed attack, more or less.
0: Well, Mazool's a water type.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gammel, on the other hand, is only like mildly stunned.
0: He's not
1: much. There's not much to lose there on Gammel.
2: Yeah, way. he's like, oh, I can't think as good. Oh, well.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately, AG falls off the bridge.
2: After a van
1: scuffle. There's a van scuffle, AG goes over the bridge, Uva and Gamel steal the van,
2: Goto follows them, uh, but he doesn't do a very good job of it. Goto also grabs some medals and so does Kazari.
0: Then it's just Ankh and Kazari and Mazul hanging on yep. the bridge.
2: And Ankh's like, nuts to this, and <laughs> just jumps over the edge. Yeah, goodbye.
0: And then Kazari's like, hey Mazul, look over there, stab. <laughs>
2: So I was like, I don't trust you. I really don't trust you. But I will turn my back to you. <laughs> and he just rips all her core metals out and turns her back into a teen girl. That made me sad. Uh, mm. I, I,
1: that, is, there was part of me that was like, oh, geez, it's the only like female identifying greed. And I don't know if I love C. Like, that's mm. the one who gets stabbed through the heart and ends up in a useless flesh pile by the side of the road. That bummed me out.
2: Not unlike Goto, who gets run off the road. Yeah, but Goto's also. Good. How does Uwe know how to drive? He's over twenty, clearly. <laughs> I, I know, but like, when did he? When did he learn to drive?
1: I mean, there's a lot of time just hanging out at the Peach Pit. I'm sure they looked at YouTube tutorials or whatever.
2: I mean, he's pretty good for somebody who has could have very little practice.
0: You know, just because he won one car-shoving contest does not mean he's great <laughs> driving. Yeah, like he just pulls up into a random warehouse and is like, "Yep, yeah, we'll wait here."
1: Uh, yeah. My favorite thing from all action adventure shows and movies: the abandoned warehouse district. Yes. Then we're down in the down. Then we're down in the water. Uh, and yeah, with the uh, wet boys. Ankh comes to, Ag comes to, and they have a version of the exact same fight they have every episode, except it's different <laughs> this time because they're wet. Yep.
2: And Edgy's just really mad because because Ankh's not listening to him, and he's not listening to Ankh, and he's like, "This sucks. This isn't good for anyone." Ah.
1: And it's all that, bo- like, well, I, if you don't give me the medals, I'll destroy you. And, and Agee's like, yeah, but if you destroy me, then there's no common rider and I can't get the medals. And then and they both just really, they just really emo at each other and yep. hair, ge- hair gel goes everywhere. And then we end that scene on a cliffhanger because it looks like A.G. is going to punch Onk dead in the
0: face. Finally.
2: And I like Ankh's reaction to that is like, "Listen, you're not Hina, okay? Hina's the only one who can beat me up. You cannot beat me up." But he
0: tries anyway. Meanwhile, in Warehouse Land, Camel's lonely. Kazari limps in. He's he's a lying liar face. He's got a cock and bull story. He's, oh, we got.
1: Oh no, I shouldn't have drank all that carrot juice or whatever. Uh, he's <laughs> that was a weird what? thing to say. He's
0: like O's beat up Mazul and O's is right behind me. And Gamble's like, like, no, Mizzou! Mizzou. Mizzou. <laughs> I gotta help
2: my gal! If we learn nothing else from this episode, is that you can make Gamal do anything by saying the word Mizzou to him. He's sweet on her. Yes. I don't even know that he's sweet on her. It's more like she's, like, his mom. Oh, I... Oh, oh now I'm... Well, gr- now it's I'm kind of out. like
0: a sugar mama situation, <laughs> which is why I don't necessarily relate to her as the only female evil person in mm. the, the show. She's like, ugh, she's got the body of a child, and yet she's like, yes, camel, I'll give you more cell medals if you'd make me happy. I'm like, ugh.
1: Yeah, but- I'm yeah. sorry. No, that is, you're right, that is, that is gross, but generally she's not in her human form.
2: I mean, she seems much more like an adult when she's in greed form.
0: She's thousands of years old. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Officer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know this looks really bad. The right one
2: in situation.
0: <laughs> the old anime defense. <laughs> I know this
1: looks bad, but she's actually three thousand years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what she's doing to that grown ass biker boy is bad, but <laughs>
1: oh god,
0: oh no, oh gross. Okay, anyways. Kazari's is all like, Uva, you should go check because is right behind me, and Uva's like, Wait a minute!
2: I mean, Kazari lies a lot, uh,
1: and then Kazari tries to attack Uva, and Uva runs away. And this is get used to this being the right re- <laughs> like one of them is there, and then they leave, and then another one shows up, and then they
2: leave. It's like maybe there's too many characters on this show.
1: This to me is closest so far to sort of that. It's just sort of replicating what it's like when a bunch of kids are playing. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, it has that same sort of disorganized logic to it, where it's like, okay, now you go over there. I'll go over here. Hey, now I'm back. You're back. These medals are mine. No, they're mine because I have a different power. No, you don't. Okay. But I can transform. No, you can't. I have more medals. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, well, I have
2: I have a stealth bomber.
1: All this episode is missing is somebody at the end going, "Kids, it's supper time!" and everybody going, "Yay!" It'd <laughs> be great. It would be great. Uh, but instead, Uva uh, does not fall for Kazari's uh, shenanigans and tomfoolery and goings about,
0: and uh, leaves. Hina's in the back of the van hiding out, and Kazari mm-hmm. notices her and is all like, nah, "I'm done with you. You can go to your grave." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he totally shoots at her back while she's <laughs> yeah. leaving. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But just then, uh,
1: Ag and Ankh show up and protect her somehow, even though it didn't really... Uh, Basically, they save her from escaping. <laughs> it's true. Ankh's hand does a swirly thing. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. it helped somehow. And uh, we have a, a quick moment where Ankh and uh, A.G. are like, all right, now remember our deal. And then we get a flashback to right when A.G. was going to punch Ankh dead in the face. And then it's like, I'll give you ice pops for a year if you stop acting like a dick.
2: I'm, I'm <coughs> paraphrasing. Deal. <laughs> and I'll get your core medal back.
0: Ankh hands him three of the gray medals so he can go all Segozo. Yep. Big and beefy works pretty well against Kazari for the most part until Gamble shows back up. Yep, and coins himself.
2: Mazul would really like it if you defeated Oz.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Mazul's Mizzou into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you know, I, I have a question. Josh,
2: tell what? us, tell us about, tell us about what comes out of Gamble.
1: Okay, well, yeah, let's back up for a second because all I want is a. For this show to not be 48 episodes long. And B is a I just want the rules to make sense from episode to episode. It is my understanding that the greed can only make a proper yummy by putting a coin into another person and then feeding that yummy. That person's greedy thoughts until it matures and can murder people. And if a person, if a greed coins themselves, then all that comes out is a fucking shit yummy who just sort of flobs around, is like blah, 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 and,
0: and is there to distract. Do you remember the Gravity Minotaur from the Shoe episode? Oh, yeah, I guess I do. Gamble coins himself.
2: Yeah, Gamble coins himself and the, the others... Most yeah, basically do what what you describe in in you know various ways. That's right. Then-
0: Zul makes egg sacks that are yeah. nasty. Kazari makes gross weird cats. cat things. Yep. And uh, yeah,
2: Uva makes yummies that that that's do things until they turn into something
0: better. And he also busts metals to make really bad yummies.
2: Yes, the, the garbage yummies.
0: But my question is, if Gamble can just
1: make fully formed, super powerful, totally done yummies, then why don't they just tie him to a stick <coughs> or a post and shove coins in his whatever and just make a giant pile of monsters?
2: Maybe he has to be properly motivated.
1: Well, then put on some Peppa Pig or whatever. Like whatever he wants, just give him an iPad. He can even watch like the 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 Fugazi Peppa Pigs, where she's like drinking bleach and cutting people's heads off. Just whatever, whatever makes him happy, and then shove coins in his forehead, and the monsters come out and they kill everyone, and then
2: we can go home. Is that the show you want to watch, Josh?
1: Anyways, there's a turtle. <laughs>
0: yeah it's a turtle, just a turtle, it's a this turtle. is a, it's a normal a regular turtle it's a it's a normal. big
1: it's a big weird turtle that sort of looks like uh that that gooseneck uh, monster from the Star Wars cantina uh and it's got a hammerhead? couple copperhead yeah, yeah, it looks okay. a little a little like hammerhead but hmm. because it's, the neck goes whoop uh it's got a couple faces <laughs> uh and uh it's there to murder So there's some fighting. it's true. And Which, now it's
2: three on. Now it's three on one,
1: four if you count the extra face. It's tr- I do. It's so true. Yeah, it's a Zaphod Beeble box turtle.
2: You know, I hated folks, when they
0: put the head down there.
2: No, folks, when we say there's an extra head, it's not a head. It's more like a face, and it's not like it's not like a fully realized face. It's like a real smooth face that the the neck and the veins are sort of like you know coming down into it's 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 very upsetting and it's blue yeah don't don't be picturing like no normal face is what i'm saying
1: unlike all of the other uh monster yummies on this show which have been aesthetically <laughs> pleasing to the eye not at all nightmare fuel uh no this one has uh, changed change of pace this week this one's a little gross
0: it has a big sphere on a chain that it throws yeah. nothing else yeah. yeah it's it's a power type
1: and then uh my note here is Triple O, uh, he transforms 90 times in 90 seconds. He loses medals and they fight a turtle and somebody shows up with a bazooka. We could go into more detail, but that's just like he loses some medals and then Goto shows up and he's like, "Don't worry, I got more medals." And he gives him some more medals. And he you're changed-
0: skipping the part where the turtle flies and yeah, shoots bullets really out
2: important.
1: of his flying no, shell. Yeah, that's really important. That, that doesn't come until
0: later. That happens
2: before Goto shows up. All right. Well, yeah, he a- spins around all ga- like like Gamora, but without fire. To be fair,
1: this turtle is not a friend to children. Oh God, no! 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 No!
2: no this is this, this turtle is is a bad Gamera. Oh, it's a Gamela. Uh,
0: oh. I see. Yeah. You're not wrong, mm-hmm.
1: but I hate it. That's fine. So That's my power corner.
0: Oz has been, like, leaking metals this whole episode, <laughs> yeah. and I think he gained one more off Kazari so that he could do the triple yellow combo.
2: Yeah. Also, Ankh, um, like, semi- seemingly reflexively saves uh, Hina from getting hit by something, and she's like, oh, you saved me! And he's like, what?
1: Is now when Goto shows up? Goto shows up with a bazooka.
2: Yeah, because all sw- uh, is all sleepy. Yeah. He can't, he can't, everybody's run off except the turtle. AG's having some trouble. So it's Bazooka Goto to the rescue.
0: Which knocks the turtle onto its back, which oh. it can't get up from. And
1: actually, but I, I can't stress this enough. I'm real proud of Goto. I feel like he finally pulled out a weapon and used it
2: in a way that was effective to help the battle. He shot the trash yummies and they like burst into coins which actually didn't make sense because they should have turned into like half medals, and they like turned into a bunch of cell medals, and it bugged me. Anyway.
1: It's almost as if the show doesn't make any fucking sense. You don't make any sense, Josh. It's valid. Uh, anyways, uh, he gave, so, Now he shoots the turtle with the bazooka, gives everybody a chance to breathe. AG, he's real Logie after too many combos. And believe me, I know the feeling. I I polished (laughs) off a couple packs yesterday of the uh, pizza flavored ones, and then I had to take a good nap. That tracks. I love them combos. I love any shelf stable cheese product.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's very relatable. Anyway, (laughs) AG goes
1: slicey,
2: slicey. Yep.
1: Uh, And the turtle blowed up. Uh, And then he's really, really sleepy.
0: And Hina is okay.
2: Hina's basically like all over him, trying to help him up and worried about him. And I was like, whatever. Epilogue.
0: Kazari crawls out of a crawl space (laughs) in Mackie's lab. Yep. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They've got
2: like trays of different metals, like just like like hors d'oeuvres. Fancy
0: silver platters. They look delicious.
2: Well, I hope so, because Gamel's gonna, like, eat a bunch of them with his forehead. Because he is the container. The best part is that they, they like, just show the tray at first with the metal, like, Gamel like, grabbing the metals. And it's like, okay, they're saving money. And then they cut to a far far away shot where you see him put the last two in his forehead. And Mackie's all like, hmm, what's gonna happen when they're all in the same container? I'm sure nothing bad. I'm sure it'll be fine.
0: The end. And yeah, at the end, we get uh, the the screen with the tally of medals. So Oz has two red, one green, and three yellow left. So he's mm. definitely hemorrhaged a lot of medals today.
2: So many. A lot of medals getting traded around.
0: The only thing that makes the show interesting. That
2: is not
0: true. <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> Finally, somebody had the guts to say it.
1: We're listen, all here to count medals.
2: Let, yep. Listen, next episode... The show's going to get pretty interesting. No spoilers, but one of my favorite things starts happening. Oh. Does it? Yeah. Oh,
1: I'm very excited. I'm excited to watch it now and try and figure out what your favorite thing is. <laughs> okay. Oh, you'll
0: know. You'll know when it happens. It'll be
1: so so obvious. <laughs> oh, is it, is, it another, is it another cat lady in a thong?
2: <laughs> We're not ruling it out, but it, it, no. Let's not feel really conflicted about that. That cat lady. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, then we did it. We had we
1: had a show and we talked and uh, efficiently, I might add. You might at home be like- By our standards. You might at home be like, oh, it seems like very little happened in this episode. And you are both wrong and right. Uh, there's definitely a lot of stage business, a lot of running around, uh, but nothing. Kind of nothing. Kind of a neutral episode
2: for me. What did you two think of this episode?
0: It's definitely like the first part of a two-parter. Yeah, I thought
2: a lot of stuff, you know, happened. I thought it was interesting that the uh, the yummy got defeated um, by the end of the first episode instead of sticking around for the second one.
0: I like the drive through the countryside. They don't often like go places. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was nice. Yeah.
1: I like people falling off of bridges. Sure. Mm-hmm. I like wet boys fighting. Sure. Who
2: doesn't? Mm-hmm. Double faced turtles. No. Can give or take. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm glad it's dead and never coming back.
2: It's coming back.
1: And I uh, I've occasionally eaten two hundred dollars worth of ice pops. Mm.
0: Thank you all for listening to this Greed Watch twenty eighteen. Uh, I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Epsilar.
1: I'm Josh A. Kagan. You can find me on Instagram at Josh A Kagan.
2: I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at Gold Sarcasm.
0: Hooray. Hooray.